Hello and welcome to this week's look at action and stunts on film and television. In the world of movies, the sequel is often a film that never quite reaches the success of the first picture. Hollywood's way of cashing in on a good thing, but every once in a while, a movie comes along that not only holds its own, but even outshines the first film. 1971 saw Clint Eastwood strap on his 44 Magnum for the first time as Inspector Harry Callahan for the movie Dirty Harry. Callahan's insistence on delivering his eulogy and asking, Do you feel lucky? became folklore. Magnum Force in 1973 looked at the police taking the law into their own hands, but not only stopping criminals' activity, but also dishing out sentencing in the form of executions. Eastwood is back in full force as Dirty Harry and Magnum Force. Jimmy Riley, big-time racketeer. Lou Guzman, narcotics king. J.J. Wilson, well-known pimp. There are killers on the loose, dressed like cops, and they always use a magnum. You and your partner are back on homicide. It's a little dramatic, isn't it, Briggs? Not your usual style. It's meant to be, Callahan. Look, this thing might be bigger than even we think it is. This is the cream in the bottle, Callahan. Someone's trying to put the courts out of business. Look, you work with Briggs on this, Callahan. <laughs> Call him Dirty Harry and he likes to do things his way. He's always around where the action is. In 24 hours, Harry manages to cover a stakeout, to stop a robbery, and to be a good neighbor. Hi. Oh, hi. You're the cop who lives upstairs. That's right. Killers that look like cops are after Harry because he knows too much. Whenever there's trouble, they always call in Harry because they know he'll do the job. It's all in a day's work for Inspector Harry Callahan. The movie has a number of great action set pieces, the first being when infamous mobster Frank Palancio is cornered down by the docks. Police are everywhere, but his team aren't going down without a fight. Callahan moves in around the building, spots an open door at the top of a staircase, and out pops stuntman Chuck Hicks, who gets off a blast from his shotgun before receiving a fatal wound, thanks to Harry's 44. This is a tale of the supernatural. The Tapes, a podcast of the uncanny. 
Do you believe in ghosts? Join me, host Christopher Goldie, and guests as we discuss the best in unsettling television and film. Who is this? Who is coming? Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search for at the Tapes Pod, part of the Pod Dojo Network. The following sequence involves Palancio driving his car at Harry who jumps onto the bonnet hood and rides on the car as Palancio tries to shake him off. This is an excellent piece of action. Car is driven by Carey Lofton, a man who you may know from the movie Duel with Dennis Weaver. He was the truck driver. Eastwood is on the car for real on a number of shots, but when required to do so, he's replaced by his stuntman of nearly 40 years, Buddy Van Horn. The speed the car is travelling at and the way it's weaving towards camera makes it difficult to tell who's who, but Clint merely does the pickup shots. For you movie buffs, the uh, sequence holds an interesting connection. One of Palancio's gunmen is Johnny Weissmuller Jr., son of Tarzan actor Johnny Weissmuller. The big action sequence at the end of the picture is where Harry is up against the three crooked police officers. Singer, songwriter and actor David Soul is one of those gunmen and is doubled for his final sequence by stuntman Dar Robinson. Kerry Lofton had chosen Dar for his high work experience. He'd recently filmed a hundred foot fall into water for the Steve McQueen movie Papillon. Only on this occasion he'd be riding a motorcycle and wearing full leather and heavy boots. Lofton told him to push away from the bike as it left the end of the jetty. The more distance he could get between him and it would make for a safer landing. Dar wore a wetsuit under his police uniform and remembered to roll over onto his back for buoyancy once cut had been given. Kerry Lofton always gave a sense of realism to his action sequences, which is why big directors wanted to use him all the time. Kerry also drives every truck in this film and most films over the next 10-year period. That's it for now, but join me again on Friday for an in-depth look at the action on the picture, and until then, it's bye for now.